We're going to make this happen in three, two, one. October 8th, 2020. It's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's me. It's Dr. Goose on the line on the other side of the state, fresh out of bowling league on a Thursday night. Fermi, boy, no offense. I hope you didn't roll a goose egg like you did last week on picks, brother. Oh, my goodness. What a rough week. Two-unit play, dud. Man, I hope I hope all our listeners did the opposite of what I've done. It's it, it it's tough. It, it's it's tough to get into this stuff. It's it's kind of hard to read. And anyone who says that they have secure power rankings is a liar, in my opinion. It, it's almost, it, it, in my opinion, there's just no clear way to assess anything other than just going week to week. You can use a little bit of prior knowledge, but it's kind of tough for me, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's tough. I I will say there's been so many like upsets, big teams getting you know put down to the wire. Like there's been really good games for some of the primetime games and, and big upsets. So I've I've been happy with the season overall. Obviously, my betting card needs a little work. Fun fact: the Big Twelve is is basically just throwing away the entire chance at getting in the college football playoff. True or false? Uh, yeah, I would say they're they're pretty much done unless some surprise team runs the table but at, all the big squads have a loss now so i think they're they're sort of they're going to hang it up basically well you know and especially with with the pac12 and big 10 coming in late i you know it's it's going to really throw a wrench into things with with the power 5 conferences well I, you would think somebody's going to run the table I, I find it interesting that you go to the well that i am done tapping for right now which is very very interesting to me because i i, I put my hand on the stove, and I got burned last week, and you're going back to the Big 12. And I'd thought about it, but I want to hear your rationale flying off the cuff here for me. Why are you taking this over for Texas Tech-Iowa State? Well, first of all, it's Brocktober, right? It is. Brock Purdy, man. So I think he's finally coming into his own. They've they've won the last two. Uh, they beat Oklahoma 37-30. They beat TCU 37-34. And that's against two defenses that are better than Texas Tech's. So I'm I'm really banking on 45-plus from Iowa State. I think they deliver. And the over-unders at 63-and-a-half, I think Texas Tech can score two, two or three touch three touchdowns. I, that's well in their realm. Um, so I, I love – I mean, I usually get Iowa State wrong. I am going to say that. History has not served me well there. But I do think Iowa State hangs a big number on Texas Tech. And it's still Texas Tech. They're going to score some points. So 63 and a half is not a bad number in my mind. Alan Bowman has a sprained ankle. That's the only thing that kind of concerns me. He was out, which is what I think hurt the over last week. I, I don't yeah. know. They haven't named a starting quarterback yet. A lot of schools you know, are holding out on things like this. If he's in the game, I agree with you. They're good for 21. And at that point, uh, you know, Iowa State can pick their number. I think they had a really, really bad game against Louisiana. And I think anyone watching would say, you know, you had that big win against Oklahoma. Okay, now it's time to not have the fall-off week, right? I mean, Texas Tech is getting, what, 12.5, 13.5 points in this game. I yeah. still wouldn't touch that line. Well, I, mean, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't touch it. Uh, it, it if Bowman's out, it's going to go up to 14.5, and, and that over is going to drop to about 61.60. That's, that's, that's my opinion. So here's my here's also another fact. Purdy's only averaging 200 yards passing, and he only has two touchdowns a game. That I mean, he's not even doing much. And this is kind of soft Schneid, and I, Texas Tech's defense has been bad. 
they they gave up 31 last week. They gave up 63 to Texas. And I think you cut you cut you, you you cut out there a little bit for me after you said that. Say that again. I just think Texas is Texas's offense is better than Iowa State, and Texas Tech gave up sixty three. Kansas State's offense is a little worse than Iowa State, and they give up thirty one. So I think they're good for somewhere in the middle. And if they get forty five, I really like the sixty three number as a total. Well, see, it's funny because I'm going on the other side. I'm going right to the ACC, and I'm going to one of your one, one of your favorites the first couple of weeks. I'm going to this Friday night. Let's get some Friday night action here. And I was surprised that you didn't take this. I know what I just said no less than five minutes ago about how you can't articulate too much about stats. But you know what? Fermi and I are going to switch it up this week. I'm going to give you some stats. First of all. Georgia Tech and Louisville, both are getting 5.5 yards per play on average, and both are uh, giving up 7.4 yards per pass play on defense. Louisville has 73 plays per game right now, averaging Georgia Tech has 80 plays per game. To me, this is a straight over. I mean, I, I don't see how this stays under 64 points. I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, whoa, that seems... Georgia Tech ha, has picked up their tempo. Louisville it has been more efficient than Georgia Tech has. And I know that's, again, a small sample size. But for me, am I on my mind for thinking that this thing... Am I missing players out? Or, you know, should Georgia Tech's system not be a little bit better over the past couple weeks? Louisville got throttled. Absolutely throttled by Miami. A tough game against Pitt. I mean, am I in the right realm here? Oh, yeah, you are. I, I like Georgia Tech, and I this would have been, out of the three games you picked this week, this was the game that I would have followed. Um, I, Georgia Tech is just young. They're very skilled offensively, and their defense is lackluster, just inconsistent, I would say, at this point. Um, they've given up 37 and 49 the last two weeks. So I like where your head's at here. I'm, I just hope they can score, and I think they can on Louisville. Am I buying too high? No. Okay, I mean that twenty three like that twenty three twenty against Pitt. I know it's at Pitt, and Pitt's a tough team to play, and, and they kind of blew it. I mean, they did put up thirty five against Western Kentucky, and they did put up thirty four again. Something that's a little bit of garbage points, but they gave up forty seven against Miami. I just don't see this game stopping. This kind of reminds me. Remember that Wake Forest Louisville game last year where we took the over, and that was like sixty two, and that thing was over in the halfway through the third quarter. Like they just could yeah. not stop scoring. I just feel like this is that kind of game, and and I hope I'm right. Um, we'll see. We'll see if we'll see if I if I get uh, thwarted here for trying to throw stats out there because you're going home. I'm all over the place this week. I'm all overs, but that's no surprise. But you're going back home to the SEC for two games. Of those two, which is your favorite? Let's put this one out there first. All right. So my favorite out of those two games, I'm taking Auburn minus thirteen and a half. At home, their home opener. No, they did play Kentucky at home the first week, um, which was a was was a sixteen point win. But I'm taking Auburn at home over Arkansas by thirteen and a half. Arkansas is coming off a huge win last week at Mississippi State, big road win. Somehow they contain the Mississippi State offense. Um, I don't think that happens. The Auburn offense has sort of been sputtering. They got their tails whipped last week by Georgia. I think Bonex has a big game this week bounce back after the loss. Uh, they need it, really, to even stay alive in the SEC conference. Um, because, as you know, more than one loss pretty much eliminates you in the SEC. But that definitely from playoff contention. So I'm taking Auburn in a bounce back, Arkansas riding a high win. Um, 
I like the Tigers to cover. I think they win by at least two scores. Not going, not going with the momentum of Arkansas, are you? No. So I watched that entire Georgia Arkansas game two weeks ago, and I was on Arkansas. If you remember, I had them like plus twenty seven and a half, I think, or twenty eight. Yep, twenty eight, and they almost gave it up. It, they were leading at the half. I think it was like ten seven at the half, or thirteen ten at the half. They were leading narrowly at the half and almost gave it up they lost by 27 it was 37 10 was the final they looked amazing the first half atrocious the second half i think auburn at home just i think they can run away with this game um especially off a loss they really they really looked bad last week and i don't know if that's auburn looking bad or georgia really flexing their muscles so give me the tigers you know again i'm on another acc game which is unlike me and, and this Virginia Tech-North Carolina game, how is this at 59 for me? Offense, Virginia Tech, 56 in tempo, 5th in yards per play. Defense, giving up almost 5 yards per play. UNC, 46th in tempo, 22nd in yards per play. Defense is giving almost 4 yards of play up on defense. So for almost every 3 downs, you're getting I mean, uh, get, get them first down or more? Uh, am I missing something on explosive plays? It, it doesn't seem like they're, they're these are very good passing defenses. Uh, why is this not in the 60s? Did I miss something? Was there weather that I didn't know about? I've been looking. I thought that hurricane's going through Louisiana. I didn't know that it was there was any rain or anything going through, uh, you know, where Virginia Tech, North Carolina's playing. What am I missing here? No, I don't think you're missing anything. I, I will say, um, so first of all, I've, I've been on North Carolina both of their games so far. One served me well. I obviously lost last week on Carolina. I like Carolina. The one thing I will say is Virginia Tech, and this is in your favor, last week Virginia Tech started, I think, they were down to like their second string and maybe third string. They may have even started a walk-on in their secondary. Between guys opting out, COVID, injuries, whatever, their secondary is not what it should have been coming, coming into the season. Right. I think North Carolina could feast. Um, if they get their passing game going, they've sort of been sputtering my you know, in my opinion, myself, I thought they were going to be a power in the ACC. They are a top 10 team, but they just, they haven't taken off like I thought they would. North Carolina has the athletes on the outside to do damage. Why are they not doing it? Why are they not doing it? That's what frustrated me last week. I I really thought it was going to pop last week and maybe it will help that they're playing back-to-back games this week. They were off three weeks before last week's game. I mean, for Pete's sake, Virginia Tech gave up 31 points to Duke. 24 points to NC State, putting up 45 and 38 their own. I, it doesn't seem like this is the Virginia Tech of old that's going to like ground and pound and slow this thing down and beamer ball and just hope for a special teams turnover. I mean, they seem like they're they're getting after it for me. I, I, I'm just, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's the noon game. I don't know. I don't know for me. I, I don't have anything else for that. It just it just kind of confused me, and I'm just I'm doing what I do. I take over. So. And I'm surprised you didn't go with any other totals other than that Texas Tech-Iowa State. But you went to someone who can put up a total and has known to put up totals against the team that blew it last week. Fermi, are you going a little deep here in the SEC? I am, and this is sort of on the upset side, I would say. Um, So I'm taking Mississippi State. I see the line shifted to plus 2.5 for Mississippi State. I locked it in at plus 1.5 this morning. At Kentucky, so Kentucky is zero and two. They've come; they're coming off losses at Auburn and against Mississippi. 
they should have won last week, in my opinion, against Mississippi. Mississippi State is coming off that monster win week one against LSU, but laid an egg last week against Arkansas, losing by seven, only hanging 14 on Arkansas. Bad. I've taken Mississippi State. I have faith in Mike Leach. They're still averaging 470 yards a game passing. I do think Kentucky's defense is is pretty stout. I think they can they can cause a couple more problems than Arkansas did. But I think Mississippi State just played bad last week. I think they put up some points, and I I actually like them to win this game. Um, it's going to be a great game. It's, it's sort of a pick 'em game, but I I would take the one and a half on the on the bet. So it's two and a half now. I locked in at one and a half today. Anything on this total at fifty seven and a half? Any thoughts? Um. I, I really don't like the total because I could see this being more of a defensive struggle like Mississippi State was in last week, or I could see this being a shootout. Kentucky's been in a couple shootouts this, this year already. Last week was a shootout with Mississippi, um, and Mississippi State was clearly in a shootout with LSU. So I could see this going both ways, and I would just rather not bet the total. I, I like Mississippi State to bounce back and get a W. Well, I'm not going to give anyone any other fancy stats other than this. I'm playing that over for UL Monroe and Liberty. I know UL Monroe is awful. They have given up 37 to Army, 38 to Texas State, 31 to UTEP, and 35 to Georgia Southern. And they should have won last week. They blew it on the goal line. Liberty has put up 30 against Western Kentucky, 36 against FIU, and they just pulled the dogs off 28 points against Northern Arizona. There's no way this doesn't go over 61 points. This, this has to be a shootout. Liberty is going to try to put up over 40, well over 40. UL Monroe is good for at least 21. I, I, again, this, the, the tempo that Liberty is playing with, they have athletes on their team. They have speed. They use it. UL Monroe is all over the place. They have no rushing defense. They have no passing defense. I think this is a pick your number. I just think that if they can just get their offense efficient enough to get 21, this thing flies over the total, in my opinion. Fermi, did you do any research on Sunbelt people yet or no? Absolutely not. I can't even get the Power 5 right. Touche. Let's take some leans. Let's look at some games. I'm going to say the games out there, the rest of the games for the week. Tell me if you have any thoughts on anything. North Carolina State, Virginia, North Carolina State, um, I'm sorry, Virginia, minus 9, over under 16.5. So, North Carolina State surprisingly knocked off Pitt last week. I thought Pitt would roll. North Carolina State is a sneaky team. If, if I had a lean on this game, I would definitely take the points. I think they can hang with Virginia. Um, but Virginia played Clemson tough last week, considering you know playing Clemson, of course. I'm going to gloss over LSU-Missouri. I don't think there's anything there. But Florida against Texas A&M. You took Texas A&M last week. Florida looks pretty good. Minus 6.5 at, at, at the Aggies, over under 57. Man, so Florida's offense has looked electric. I worry about going on the road. Um, especially at Texas A&M coming off a loss, which Alabama looked good last week. So I'm probably going to fade this game. If anything, I'll just bet a half unit on my Homer Gators. Oklahoma minus two and a half over under 72. Fermi, I'd say if there's anything that anyone's going to play, you got to play the over in this game. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm probably not going to touch this game. Um, I, I just don't like the rivalry. It could go either way. Uh, I, and home field, I just it's it, it's not as meaningful as it would be in a normal season. So fade for me. Will not take anything. Duke, Syracuse, Citadel, Army. No need to talk about Tennessee, Georgia, Georgia minus twelve and a half at home. Over under forty two and a half. Boy, that's pretty low for me. 
I know, but Georgia's D has been awesome. They held Auburn to less than 10, and also Georgia held Arkansas to, what was it, 10. So they've given up 16 points in two weeks to SEC teams. Tennessee's offense has looked pretty good, but I'm, I'm probably going to fade. 42 is really low to mess with an over-under, too. Texas State, Troy. Texas, uh, Troy is minus 7.5, over-under 62.5. I like the over in this. Of course I do. Troy got beat up by BYU bad. I don't think it who can hasn't? be. I, I was going to say, who? I, I don't think it's stated enough how good BYU is right now for me. True or false? That's it's, They're unbelievable. So they've given up 24 points. And listen to the three totals they have put up. 45, 48, 55. They're not messing around, man. And they had injuries. And, they have, and they have defense. Yeah. They're, they're, they are really good. And they're ranked 15th. I know it's a little bit of a weird ranking with you know half the teams not in there, but they're legit. They're a legit team, man. Deep too. They are minus thirty five over under sixty three. I would not even take that over because I could definitely see them making this a fifty five to seven game. Honestly, they are they are monstrous. Stay away from them um, right now. Arkansas say Central Arkansas don't touch Pittsburgh Boston College Pitt minus six over under forty four. Any thoughts after watching those two games last week? Uh I, I was on that under, so irritating, um, and it just blew past. Pitt's D did not show up last week. I feel like they could this week. That's the staple of their squad. But I would definitely not take Pitt to cover. Um, and Boston College is a sneaky squad, man. They move the ball. They're pretty efficient. I'm probably going to fade this game. TCU off a big win, minus nine uh, at home against Kansas State, over under 55, uh, I'm sorry, 50 and a half. Boy, nine points is a lot for Kansas State for me. They're looking pretty good. Yeah, coming off a big win. I'm I'm probably fading again. I Kansas State is a, another team that I really struggle to get correct. Sometimes they come out and their offense is fire. Other times they, they choose to slow it down. Um, I'm, I'm just avoiding. Skylar Thompson's looked good so far, though. FAU and uh, Southern Southern Mississippi stay away. Too much inconsistency. Middle Tennessee, Florida International. I don't have enough information Boy, the lane train there, Alabama coming into town, over under 70.5. Boy, does the Saban let him know who he is? I think he does, man. I, I feel like Saban, this is one of those where he could just stick at the lane, and I think he would he would feel good about it. I don't think Alabama intentionally runs it up a lot, or they don't make it very obvious. I think this is the kind of game where if they get the chance, I think he, he may choose to stick it to, stick it to Kiffin. Boy, I'm really cheering for my mids here against Temple, who hasn't played a game. Hopefully, the, the some type of consistency helps them, but clearly it didn't after they got just absolutely piss-pounded by Air Force last week. Totally embarrassing. East Carolina and South Florida, over under 55. Boy, I thought East Carolina would have strung it a little bit better together. I told you guys Georgia State was pretty good, and I'm still holding to that. But I thought East Carolina would have put up a little bit better of a game than what they did. Maybe this goes over the total. I don't know. I got to see how the rest of my Saturday goes before I would even think about jumping into that. 7.30, we already talked about Mississippi State, Kentucky. Uh, primetime game of the night, Miami Clemson. Clemson minus 14.5, over under 52. Fermi, thoughts? Wow, dude. That, what a great game this is going to be. I, I mean, it's crazy that Clemson's still favored by two touchdowns. Miami has done nothing wrong. They've looked really good, and they still have a two-touchdown cover. Um I'm, I'm probably going to bet it just because it's the primetime game and that's where why, where I will be sitting to watch the game, But um, which is right in front of that TV. But De'Ara King's been unreal. It's it's 
it might be the showdown of the year in the, in the ACC, honestly. Um, but right now, if I had to, you know, pick a side at 14, I'd probably still take Clemson. I, I don't, I just, I think they're the cream of the crop. I don't, I don't know that Miami can cover. UTEP having a pretty good year, getting 14 and a half at Louisiana Tech over under 52. Maybe, maybe take the over in that game. I, I might look at that. I kind of get UTEP and then, uh, what's the other one? Oh, UTSA. I get them mixed up. So <laughs> I'm not sure which one's who. I mean, I know what they, I know the difference between San Antonio and El Paso. I just can't remember which offense is which. So maybe take a look into that. Maybe I'll tweet something out about that later. Um, good God. Oh, who's texting me this late at night? Cheese and crackers. Uh, Florida State, Notre Dame. Oh, is Florida State ugly for me? Minus 20 and a half, oh. Notre Dame and 52. What is going on? Dude, I have no clue. Almost losing to Jacksonville State last week. That was atrocious. I I don't know. I thought Mike Norvell would sort of come in. and I know it's first year and college coaches struggle in their first year typically because they need time to get their, their systems in place. But, boy, they have looked bad. Marshall, really Marshall, Western Kentucky, Marshall minus seven. Boy, they're good. Uh, Western, the over under is forty four and a half. If that drop, it's already dropped five points. If that thing drops to forty three and a half, that might be a play uh, late night. Either that or the over for North Texas and Charlotte. North Texas, as I have told you, is toilet paper on defense, and they will shoot the ball down the field. Charlotte, I don't know. I believe Reynolds should be back. They had a COVID outbreak. That's why they were down. Um, hopefully, hopefully their their offense is a go. If it is, I'd look at Charlotte minus three. Even and I, you know me, I'm not really a side person, but I would take them over North Texas tomorrow night for me. Your Los Angeles Lakers in the finals. Are they going to close this series out? And what do you think about the line right now? It is Lakers minus seven, and the total. Two sixteen and a half. So I'd probably take the over. Um, I do think they close it out tomorrow. They've they've been. I, I will give hats off to the Heat, man. This has been a very entertaining series from my perspective. I thought they would get swept. Jimmy Butler has been unreal um, down Bam Adebayo and and Goran Dragic. Um, so I think the Heat have battled. The games have been tight. They've been sort of back and forth. Lakers have prevailed. Um, obviously, three out of four so far. I think they close it tomorrow. I don't know if they cover tomorrow. I could see the game being very close, but I think they do close it down. Lots of good games on Sunday in NFL. Anything that you're leaning towards? I know it's a little early for me, but we got screwed. We had two pushes this this past Sunday. It was just an ugly, ugly weekend for me. I think it was a $15 week. It was pretty bad. Yeah, I, I like the over... Just, Early, early reads. I like the Carolina-Atlanta over. It's 53 and a half. Two of the, I mean, these are two bad defenses. Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons defenses are atrocious. Um, so I like the over there, 53 and a half. And that's, that's basically a pick game with the Falcons injuries and the Panthers injuries. Bengals, uh, Ravens over under 51? Eh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to, I'm probably fading that game. Yeah, that's gonna. <laughs> Dolphins 49ers. I wouldn't touch that with someone else's money. Cowboys Giants. Do you just hit auto press on on the Cowboys overs right now? Jeez, it's fifty four. Have you seen Dak Prescott's numbers? Something sick. He's on pace for like I know it's like four games in, but he's on pace for like sixty seven hundred yards or something. 
I think he's the first quarterback in NFL history with over 450 in three consecutive games. For me, I, I know the Browns won, but how are the Colts minus one right now? Well, I mean, the Colts defense is better. Um, but I, I don't know. Uh, Baker's been pretty, he's been sneaky good so far. Um, three and one, both, both squads. That could actually be a good game. Chargers Saints on um, uh, Sunday night. Or is that Monday night? Oh, though no, that's Monday night. 51. Ooh, Fermi. And then Herbie, Herbert was just named uh, starting quarterback. What do you think? Yeah. I like Herbert, man. He put up a fight last week against Tom Brady and the Bucks. man. He looked good. I, I, I think he is the he is a really good quarterback. He was great at Oregon. I'm really glad he's getting a shot early. I think he's going to be a good pro. He's one of those guys that's mature beyond his years, and reps will only help him at, the, at that level. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you've had as many games as we have just put out there, and that was, once again, totally off the cuff. Take it for what it's worth, because if someone spends that much time telling you what they really, really think, deep diving into games, shouldn't be taking it anyways. That's just my opinion. Fermi, any final thoughts? No. Let's, I, you know what? I think I'm going to hit, uh, hit up Hollywood Casino for a fun night on Saturday, maybe hit the races, so it'll be... Fermi, good, good weekend. Fermi, stay away from that COVID. Fermi, what are you what are you doing going to the casino right now? What? Oh, horse races. We'll be outside. Oh, oh, okay. As long as you're outside, I, I just I, I need you. How was I need hey, you. Tell me about Meat Fest. How was Meat last week? It was absolutely and totally wonderful. I, I broke my finger, uh, my uh, my ring finger, right at the tip on the nail. Uh, I had to do the hole, drill a hole in it with a poke red hot you know uh, uh paper clip but i did it too late and the blood already dried tried slamming the door but other than that the pork loin was delicious the ham i took a risk for me but it came out what i did is i took the ham and i sliced it it was a whole ham after i sliced it before i cooked it before i cooked it i put it in pineapple juice and then i put crushed pineapples like treating it like a coleslaw uh, not a coleslaw i'm sorry a um help me out here um sauerkraut like instead of sauerkraut i had pineapple brown sugar, and then Heinz chili sauce. Mix that together, put it in the smoker, put it in a pan, soak the ham all the way up to the top so that there was no ham sticking out, poked holes on the top so the smoke could get in there. Absolutely and totally wonderful. Couldn't go wrong. Been throwing Old Bay and red seasoning salt on my chicken, grilled the chicken, wow. Candied bacon, out of this world. It was great. Beautiful weather, great to hang out with the friends, socially distanced, good conversation from, from one end of the spectrum to the other. Everyone talked about everything. It was just so much fun. It was it was so relaxing to actually get together with the guys. I probably had like ten guys here, you know, and we're all sitting out and we're we're having some drinks and we're doing our thing and we're playing cards and we're watching the game. And my buddy had this giant tent that we could put out so we could actually see it because the sun was actually out. But when the clouds went down, you could watch the watch the television. The wife left. She went shopping all day. It, it was it was all in all so so needed for me. It just was a relief, to be quite honest with you. Sounds amazing. I saw your setup. You sent me a couple pictures. It looked amazing. It's, so, it's disappointing because you said you were coming last year, but then we had this whole thing. You know what I mean? It, it, it's yep. it, are we? Let's put this on the record for me. Are we going to try something for March Madness this year? Are we going to try? We are, we, are, are we hoping? Are we hoping things are clear? Absolutely. I think we can make it happen. I, I hope so. I, I I so am pulling for it. So, any plans this weekend before we wrap this thing up for me? Are you are you doing anything major, or are you uh you just gonna chill out at home? Just chilling at home, trying to hit Hollywood on Saturday night, just to get out of the house for a little bit. It'll be fun. Nice, 
Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate it. I got a wonderful notification from Podbean that our that our downloads have done nothing but increase. We're starting to get a more of a look. I greatly appreciate. I know Fermi does as well too. We're just doing this as fun, and we appreciate that you guys are doing it with us every single week on the Anonymous Gamblers, where it's only a problem when you're losing. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys next week.